I tried drop shipping, eBay drop shipping, Amazon drop shipping, multiple YouTube channels. I've tried social media marketing agencies, a clothing brand, pretty much everything under the sun in my first year of business. And trust me when I tell you, I made a lot of mistakes. So if you're clicking on this video and you happen to maybe not be where you want to be, or uh, maybe you might be a little bit discouraged because you keep screwing up and things keep not working out. Well, today is I'm not only going to hopefully show you that everybody makes mistakes, but also teach you some things to avoid is your first year or fifth year or 10th year, doesn't matter how long I've been doing this, as an entrepreneur. Make me a deal if you get any value out of today's video, hit that like and subscribe button and comment down below what business you have or are thinking about starting. And I have just came out with a YouTube course, which will be linked in the description down below. Check that out if you're interested. Anyway, um, yeah, so I made a lot of mistakes my first year as an entrepreneur, if you even wanna call it that. I think I started business at about 15 years old and uh, yeah, making this list was pretty easy. One of the easiest scripts I've ever written for a video because, um, Yeah, my mistakes come to me pretty easily. Anyway, the first mistake I made, and I made this bad, and I did not understand this concept for a while, you know, the saying of jack of all trades, master of none. Well, number one mistake to avoid is spreading yourself too thin. Don't try a YouTube channel and a dropshipping business and a clothing brand, right? You're going to be a a jack of all trades, master of none. You're going to kind of have BS growth with all of them, right? You want to tackle, master, and pursue one, Make that business successful and then move on to the next one. Don't spread yourself too thin. Don't get too many things going in your head. Clear focus path. One thing, don't spread yourself too thin. I tried a million online businesses at once. Pretty much everything I listed at the beginning of this video, I tried it almost one time because I was like, you know, you try a thing for a week. It's like, ah, I'm not rich yet. Try another thing. And I was watching all of the Shopify drop shipping YouTube videos and I just wanted it so bad. I just tried everything under the sun. But yeah, you definitely want to take the quality over quantity approach hands down. It's not a bad thing. You have multiple businesses. Like right now I have three YouTube channels. I work with clients. So that's kind of like a social media marketing agency, just a smaller version of that. I have a clothing brand. I have a furniture business, but every single one of those I built up and then I was able to remove myself either by making my workflow much quicker or making it passive or whatever. And all of those things pretty much take up a day's work. And I'm looking to take on more things, right? So you master one thing and then move on to the next. Number two is not balancing passion and income. Now you hear a lot of people say that you have to be absolutely passionate about whatever business you are starting. And I've heard a lot of, even more people probably say, you don't need to be passionate. Screw that. You just need to focus on the money. Well, I've tried the passion with YouTube and I've tried the just focusing on the money with other dropshipping businesses. I hated the dropshipping businesses. I loved YouTube. I had to figure out how to kind of work them in together. And then uh, I pretty much, my first successful business was a YouTube channel with a dropshipping business. So I kind of combined them. So balancing passion and income. I went full on BMX vlogs, skateboarding vlogs. That's what my first channel was. And it was a low CPM. I didn't think about it like a business standpoint. I knew it was going to make money, but, um, you know, to make money in a general vlog niche, you have to have like hundreds of thousands of subscribers to make any real money. You know, I went full on, uh, um, uh, money focus mode and I tried, uh, you know, Instagram pages. I tried to grow like 10 different Instagram pages and that was back in the day and I got burnt out cause I just hated all the topics I was doing. Number three is just chasing the new shiny object, the, the new toy, the new slick business, AKA business hopping. Like I said, this is what I used to do, but I have a friend who was notorious in my friend group for doing this. He tried everything 
and went through the circle multiple times and is still trying things to this day. It's just like a meme with this guy. He tries a business, gives it a week, forgets about it if he's not rich and moves on. And to this day, he still has no business and it's been like five or six years. Stick to a business and give it time. But with that being said, keep in mind this other point we're going to talk about a little bit later. And the fourth mistake I made my first year as an entrepreneur is expecting to get rich quick. I started my online business or just business journey in general at 15, a sophomore in high school and expected to be driving a Lamborghini by the time I graduated as a senior. And that's just really not how it goes. Things always take a lot longer than you think. So just because you're discouraged, you know, when I was a senior, I moved out and I moved to Kansas City. I had a little bit of a business. I was being, I've never had a real job. I've always been hustling and stuff. And I moved and I was making money off of my YouTube channel, but I was dead broke living on a couch in someone else's apartment. Like, dead broke. And that's pretty much, you know, where I was as a senior, not driving a Lamborghini. So things take longer than you think. Number five is a huge one. And I have a buddy currently right now who was extremely successful. And I've been talking about this with him because he needs to take this advice. I hope you are listening, working too long and getting burnt out. Sure. You know, you, you hear Gary V say, get up at uh, 5 a.m. and grind till 12 a.m. You know, working all day, every day, putting your nose to the grindstone. Sure. That's great. That's, that's awesome awesome. But most people can't do that. Most people won't do that. I did that for like five years and it takes a toll. Let me tell you, there was nothing wrong with taking time off, whether you're a full-time CEO, full-time self-employed or full-time employee, right? You need to give yourself some time to recharge because one thing that I personally found out is I would work 16 hours a day for years and sacrifice my relationships, my friendships, my relationships with my family. I would just, you know, you eventually reach a point of diminishing returns. So let's say you start working at 6 a.m. in the morning. You go, 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 go. And by the time you hit maybe three in the afternoon, since you woke up so early and you've been working so hard, you're kind of getting tired. So your effectiveness starts dropping. You've reached a point of diminishing returns. So that means you're basically going to be working like two hours per 30 minutes of work versus if you were to just start working at nine, end it at five with an hour lunch break and, a, you know, 30 minute breaks here and there throughout the day, and then just mark your weekends off, mark your evenings off, have time to play video games, play guitar, go swim, go on a run, go work out, go ride a bike, go ride a skate park, learn a hobby, hang out with your friends, family, girlfriend, get a dog, whatever. It is like the biggest piece of advice, honestly, I could give you is work-life balance. I need to make a whole video just on that. You know, after I would be working, you know, hit the, the nine-hour mark in a day, my work would just be sloppy. I would screw things up. I'd have to redo them, and it was just a waste of time. I reached a point of diminishing returns, so I've just, I literally work from nine to five. If I want to take a couple hours off and go swim or take a whole day off, screw it. I'll do it. I do not beat myself up over taking time off because I need to reap the benefits of being my own boss, right? So even if you work a regular job, you need to grind all night. Still, maybe you don't need to grind five hours when you get home at five. Maybe you grind two hours and spend time with your family, right? It's just going to make you more excited and you're not going to get burnt out. And every single night when I go to bed, I want to keep working. It's like, oh, I could keep working all night. Sure. But then I wake up that next morning and I'm just so energized. I'm ready to get back into it. And it's a very healthy habit. Sixth mistake I made was not getting a part-time job. You know how much easier it would have been to grow my business if I would have simply done like, you know, Instacart or Postmates or Uber Eats or anything like that. If I would have done that. That. as a young lad, 16 years old, trying to grow a business. And I was making, you know, even a hundred bucks a week that I could throw in towards ad spend, throw in towards inventory for my clothing brand, throw in towards equipment and trips for my YouTube channel. I would have grown so much faster in business because in reality, although it doesn't take money to make money, 
it takes money to make money. You know what I mean? To scale, to make any real money, right? You can get started with nothing, but to make any real money, you need to invest. And I mean, that's, I do that, you know, like this is all an investment, all this equipment. This is like a $5,000 shot you're seeing with all the lights and all everything, the mic, the computer, everything. It's an investment. And that goes with the seventh mistake I made is hoarding my money, not investing it. Either that or spending it poorly. I remember I bought like $4,000 worth of jewelry when I was 16 because I had my first little bit of success, right? So blew all of that. Then the success never really came back because it wasn't consistent. It was a hype phase with the clothing brand I had. People were buying my stuff like wildfire. And then they stopped caring after they bought their t-shirt. They liked it. Sure, it was fine. But they're just kids as well at my school, right? So they don't have unlimited deep pockets to keep buying merch every single month. Number eight is not thinking things through. And this might be kind of obvious, but... I tried a, uh, a a drop shipping business with eBay. The movie Black Panther was coming out. So I was like, hey, I'm going to hop on this trend. I'm going to sell Black Panther masks. So what I did is I went to AliExpress. I just took the screenshot, copied and pasted everything over, put it onto eBay. And I was getting like $100 a day worth of sales. I was making so much money. But what I didn't think through is that AliExpress takes about two to three weeks to get to the customer. eBay shipping policy is like two to three days. So obviously I screwed that up. But even further, they were on Chinese New Year, which is a two-week Chinese holiday. So it took like two to three months for people to get their stuff because, yeah, it takes a long time to get there. They were backed up two weeks, but then they're backed up, backed up, right? Because they haven't been working for two weeks. They've been doing whatever they do over there. So it absolutely screwed me. I lost hundreds, maybe not, maybe even, th- I don't even remember, it might have been thousands of dollars in a single weekend as a 16-year-old kid on my first, like, successful business. I was on top of the world, then I ended up in the hole big time. So I had bought all the masks, bought all the inventory, and then sold them, but they never got there, so they got the product, and then I had to refund them, and they wouldn't give me, th- so I, I was just in the hole big time. Number, I think we're on nine now, is trying to make money without worrying about the quality of the product or the consumer experience. So my buddy, basically, he got his business banned. It required Facebook and Facebook ads, and he would buy and sell the specific product, right? But he would need to buy by getting leads. So he would use Facebook to get leads, right? So he got banned off of that for scammy ads, too much words, all that crap. And then he would get the lead, talk to the person he wanted to buy this product from, lowball them tremendously, not even caring about the like how their experience is. They got offended and they would report him. He got that literally banned just from lowballing people and not even caring about what they feel. Another example is I sold stickers. One of my very first products that I had actually invested in was a bunch of stickers, but I didn't test the quality of them. And in fact, I had a lot of my friends and people around the school sticker slap the entire school. My high school was covered in boss stickers, but they were crappy and they did not come off. If you, to this day, there's still stickers everywhere, either fully where the janitors can't reach half because they can't pick, peel them off, or it's just sticker residue. They were absolutely awful. And my sticker sales, of course, went down after that because it ruined water bottles, backpacks, binders, even walls and floors at that school. It ruined anything it touched. Lesson number 10 I learned in my first year as an entrepreneur is holding on to a bad business too long. Now, there's nothing wrong with persevering, but I mean, damn, at some point, you gotta read the room. I have a friend who's been working on this business for about five years, and uh, it still hasn't made any money, really. So at this point, it's probably not a bad idea for him to take that around the barn and shoot it in the head. He should have done that three years ago. So if something is clearly not working and you've been persevering and people are telling you, like, it's one thing to have, like, the average Joe, your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, whatever, tell you that it's not gonna work. But if it's someone who you trust, someone who you look up to, a mentor, someone who knows what they're talking about, listen to them. If they're saying, hey, 
this doesn't work. This isn't going to work. It's not worth it. Your efforts and talents are best placed elsewhere. Just shoot in the head. I mean, it's hard for people to do that because, you know, you work on something for so long. You're trying so hard. It's your baby. It's your life project. But sometimes you have to realize hey, I need to let go and do something different. That was, what was that, like 10, 11, 9? I don't know, I, I lose count every single video, but those are the mistakes I made my first year as an entrepreneur. I hope you gained some information out of this. If you did, I would greatly appreciate it if you would punch that like button right in the cooter and then uh, hit that subscribe button. Anyway, guys, I will see you in the next video. Check out my YouTube course if that sounds like a business that's interesting to you. Uh, it's two hours and 32 minutes of solid information to help you guys make the most amount of money the quickest and, you know, not make mistakes your first year like I did. Anyway, guys, I will see you in the next video. Got his nine. I've got my nine. Boss squad out.